You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. All right, a lot of us would envy Thaden James's life. He gets paid to go to big concerts and write about him, even with his daughter, I guess. Or just cover those cool, heartwarming, most happy stories that make us all stop, click, and read until we're done. He's the lifestyle and entertainment reporter for the Charlotte Observer, and also a runner, having recently completed the Boston Marathon as a three-time qualifier, and has even squeezed in a couple of Ironman triathlons around in his day job. And his daughter has just graduated from high school, so I suspect he'll have time to kick training up a notch now, right? Right. right. <laughs> Welcome, Thaden, to the Running Around Charlotte podcast. We read great stories you've written about folks in our community, and a couple of times you've turned your humor in on yourself with columns about your how-to-pronounce name, or neighbors with uh, leaf blowers, and even a mention or two about your marathons. How many marathons have you run? You know, I finished. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've lost count. I think um, I should have counted before I came. I think it's around twenty-five. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's over the course of the last uh, ten years. I've been running for almost eleven. Now, um, and by the way, the concerts. You guys may have to speak up because I was at Ariana Grande. Monday no, night, and then I was at were. Uh, 21 Pilots last night, so my ears were a little shy. Right, I'm pretty jealous. We can't be friends anymore. It's fine. You're bragging, aren't you? Yeah. Right. So my, my first question is, when you say, I've run 25, um, I'm interested in the ones you've run, but I also am interested, are 25 different ones? Are you trying to do the 50 states? Are you moving it around? or no, I just go sort of where the uh, the peer pressure takes me a lot of the time. Um, I've actually done the, you know, I've done Charlotte. I, I wish I'd counted that up too, but probably six or eight times, the full maybe four or five and the half, well, three or four. Of, of course you have because yeah. <laughs> you recognize quality when you see it. That's right. So that's the marathon that I've, I think that I've run the most. Yeah. Um, I've done Kiowa maybe four times, mm -hmm. New York a couple times, Boston a couple times now. Um, so yeah, I just go where it sounds like it's going to be fun that year and where I have, you know, friends going or, or it might make a cool trip for the family. Um, I've done, I, I've done the same thing. You travel with friends and it's fun because it's a social event and things like that. And then I've, I also went up one year and did Boston and I, I went by myself. It was kind of this lonely experience. I wanted to go, though, because the previous time I ran it, I totally bombed it. It was like 80 degrees at the start line. I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't die with that being my last marathon, <laughs> so I'm going to go back and redo it. Um, but it makes it a lot of fun when you go travel with um, other runners and you go out to eat the night before and you carb up and, and then you cross the finish line and you get to high five and wait for the next group of people to come in. Definitely. Makes it's, a great social event. Yeah. And it's a great way to see a new city too. For sure. Yeah. I really need to call out my friends though, because none of them want to go run marathons with me. So maybe I need to upgrade my friend group. <laughs> right. I've run one with my dad and then the other two were by myself. Which ones have you done? I've done Charlotte, Marine Corps, and really little one, New River. Uh, the New River Marathon in North Carolina? Yeah. I did that too. Hey. The first year that it, they had it and I finished i said i'll never do that race <laughs> it was it was a little that. hard that was my first <laughs> it one it was very hard they advertised it as flat and fast for being in the mountains quote unquote <laughs> 
And uh, there, yep. you, there were a lot of hills. Oh, yeah. It there was, was some just flat, straight it was up. not fast. I hope the race director's not listening. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice race, though. We'll say that. Do they still do that race? Yeah, they do. Okay. How'd you get started running? And um, how did that turn into running marathons? Mm-hmm. It's... um. It's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try to condense it. Okay. Um, so I uh, I started running when I was 35. So that was uh, that was uh, two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Couple, <laughs> right? <laughs> I started running 2008, and it was actually so I turned. I was about to turn 35, and I had been a um, sort of social smoker for uh, since college. So for a long time, uh, and I finally decided. I think it's time to maybe get healthy. I'm getting older. Um, the doctor's visits are getting a little bit more scary. Uh, so I just decided on my own with no one's, um, that no one's prodding to try to go out for a run. And, uh, probably like a lot of people, I got out the door, um, uh, made it about a mile. I don't think I ran that whole mile, but, um, I think, uh, the next day I was pretty sore and I waited a couple of days, tried it again. So I, I, I got myself out there um, consistently for several weeks and signed up for my first 5K. And this is kind of a funny story. Um, it was the race for the cure. And I had never run a race before in my life, any sort of timed race. Um, and so I got out there and they handed me my bib and the pins and a chip, the old fashioned chips that they yeah. don't use very much anymore, I remember plastic those. ones. Yep. Um, and not having ever done anything like that before, not knowing anybody else who ran really, I had the stuff and I said, okay. And I pinned the bib to my shirt and I pinned my chip to my shirt as well. <laughs> <laughs> and went running off um, down that hill, you know, from, I think it was from JCSU at the time or something yep. like that. Yeah, I remember that. Or from Johnson Johnson yep. Wales. Yep, right there on fourth. Um, and I finished maybe in, in, I think by my watch in 28 minutes, I was really excited that I finished my first 5K. Uh, and when I got home, I logged on to see my results and they were not there. Um, <laughs> and so I spent probably five or 10 minutes Googling, uh, you know, trying to figure out what maybe was going on and realized my mistake. So I had to go run a 5k again the next weekend. Oh boy. Um, because I needed a time. I wanted to show, I wanted to prove that I'd run a 5k. Because you wore the chip on your shirt, not your shoe. Right. So the the next weekend, I think it was Hope Builders. Yep. Um, I got down and I made sure it was on my shoe and, uh, got an official time. I ran 26 minutes, I think that week. And after that I was hooked. I ran, uh, five 5k's five weekends in a row. Um, and then signed up for your race, the 5k, uh, at the time it was called jingle jog, I think. Yep. Um, and got out there. And at that time I was up to maybe six or seven miles. Um, I got to the expo and, uh, I saw the half marathon sign. And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to do that instead. So having only done six or seven miles previously, I signed up for your half marathon and finished it in just under two hours. And I felt like. Now I would compare that feeling to having done an Ironman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's how bad my legs felt after that. Uh, but then from there on, it was kind of a slippery slope. Got involved in a running group, and uh, you know, once you go out and start running with a group, all they do is talk about the marathons that they that they have run or are going to run. 
So you look around and go, well, if these people can do it, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of went from yeah. there. You know, we were talking about that. That's a, kind of the funny thing about the running industry. You got to be careful because um, whatever happens, people talk about it because that's what you do when you run is you talk about things. And <laughs> of course, you talk about um, the local events. So you better hope you put on a good event or they'll talk bad about you or, mm -hmm. or the local stores. You better hope you have good service or whatever. So um, it's a very social sport, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. um, I, I, uh, don't think I would have any friends right now if I didn't <laughs> run. That's, you know, everybody that I hang out with now, um, is a runner or a triathlete. So, um, so you got hooked on the hard stuff then with, uh, triathlons, right? Pretty quickly. Pretty I mean, quickly. now you're strung out. Yeah, I am. <laughs> the Triathlon was my first race in 2009, which, um, was also the year I did my first marathon. And uh, it was an adventure, too, because I got a flat uh, in Huntersville Business Park and had never changed a flat before. So I ended up uh, trying to ride on it for a little while. <laughs> and it doesn't you can't corner very well when you're on a flat tire. No, you can't. Uh, so I ended up walking my bike a couple miles to get back in the end. And so it's a learning experience. I look back at those things and think to myself, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So you had mentioned some Ironmans, though, in there, too. Um, I understand marathon crazy. I get that. But Ironman crazy, can you explain that to us? Tim, you want to take this question? <laughs> now, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bucket list thing, right, at first? That's the way it started with me. It's like uh, it's something you got to do. I think so. I mean, I, it, it really is um, when you fall for endurance sports as hard as I did. I mean, it kind of becomes, well, when you complete this one challenge that you thought you would never be able to do, you go, okay, I've done that. What, what's next? You know, I did a fifth, I did a 50 K I can't remember what year, but it was maybe 2011, 2012. So that was kind of fun, but I don't know if I want to keep doing those. What, what, what's next? It's always kind of the, what, what can I do to top that? Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, I think that in the circles that we, run in uh iron man it's sort of the you know what would you call it it's i mean that's the that's the most um incredible thing i think or awesome thing that you can imagine doing um and i think that uh as i sort of got deeper and deeper in with the triathlon crowd you know again people talk about the races they did and you look at the person next to you and you're kind of like, well, if they can do it, I, I, I can do that, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a progressive thing. You know, you do you do a triathlon and you're like, man, if I can figure out this lake swim, and in my case was, I think, the first one. And, and then it's, okay, I can get on and off a bike without killing myself. And once you get to the run, as a runner, you're, you're in your own comfort zone. Um, then it's like, all right, I did that. And it took an hour or an hour and a half, whatever it takes on a sprint. And you think, I wonder if I could do a half Ironman. And you do a half, and then you're like, all right, I, if I can do a half, I can do a whole. And, um, you know, for me, it was, it, like I said, it was a bucket list thing. You know, do one do one before you turn 50. Um, and so just, yeah, you're right, it's kind of a progressive disease that we have. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it was, um, you know, as someone who only had a running background, it was kind of, you know, get. Let, I can't wait till I get to the running portion mm -hmm. because that's where I feel most comfortable. And then you fall in love with the bike. 
a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've never fallen in love with a swim, though. <laughs> I <What>? haven't either. <laughs> yeah, the swim's the toughest part, but getting on the bike was great, and then you get about halfway through, and you're like, man, I can't wait to get off this bike, and then <laughs> you get on the run. Do you have any more plans, any any plans to do any more Ironman? I know, you, I know you've got marathons on your list of things to do, but what about Ironman? I'd like to do another one. I'd, I'd considered, I've been thinking about doing one next year. Um, if you, uh, talk to my wife though, she would say he's not doing another Ironman. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but I really would like to, you know, I've done Chattanooga and I've done Louisville. Um, I think it'd be cool to get somewhere out of sort of this region, um, and try something yeah. a little bit different. Any plans for Kona? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no Kona. If, if someone will, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Who do you train with locally? I, I see you out every now and then on the uh, Clark's Creek Greenway and uh, Mallard Creek Greenway. Um, we pass each other. Uh, sometimes you're with people. Sometimes you're by yourself. Tell us about your training groups, if if and when you have them. Well, first I should say, why do we never turn around and run with each other? Uh, we need to. Right? We will next time. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> um, I train with, I still am involved with a group, um, actually a couple groups. I uh, occasionally still run with the University City Roadrunners, which is uh, Chris's store, mm-hmm. um, and that's the, those are the people who got me into running in the first place. Um, I'm also involved with a coaching group, Phil No Coaching, I think you know, um, and so there's a lot of runners and triathletes in that group, and there's a, a you know regular workout on Tuesday evenings that we do, and then from there, you know, you kind of splinter off into people that are within your own pace group and I kind of run um you know with uh some regular smaller groups but I also love to I think more often than not you see me running alone I really like to get out on that greenway and just kind of zone out um I think you talked about with Lisa in the first uh episode uh about how when you go out on that greenway talking about the Mallard Creek and Clark's Creek greenways um, it just look it's different all the time. It really is. Whether it's the, you know, I, I don't want to repeat what you said, but you know, the, a, a different tree that you notice, um, yeah. or an animal that pops out at you. Um, and it's also kind of comforting to always see, you know, the same guy walking his dog, the same guy kind of plugging along at his own, um, you know, turtle pace, yeah. uh, just getting it done. I yeah, just I enjoy think, being out there. I think it was, you, you can run it every day of the week and it never looks the same yeah. or, or something to that effect. But, you know, I, I, I take pride in trying to get to know who the people are on the greenway and to be able to call them by name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I see them more than a handful of times, I'll, I'll stop and just say, tell me what your name is. I see you out here quite a bit and I'll tell them, um, who I am. And then they give me kind of a strange look like who, <laughs> but, um, it's, uh, it's fun to get to know people on the greenway and, and, they're our neighbors and that they're part of our running community, but part of our larger community in, in, in that part of town. Um, besides the, the greenway up in the university area, what other places do you like to run? I would say that, uh, probably the second most, uh, I'm frequently find myself on the little sugar Creek greenway. I'm going past your store a lot. Um, you know, I park at freedom park at the tennis courts, or park on Princeton on the other side of Freedom Park and just kind of run back and forth or maybe get some extra miles um, up on the booty loop. Uh, it depends on 
I'll, I'll occasionally go up East Boulevard and into parts of Dilworth. Um, just depends on how hot it is. That I, I go that way because I know that there'll be more stoplights. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That'll give me a break. <laughs> uh, the Greenway, obviously, you don't get as many breaks during the heat. Yeah. Right. So we know you've been pretty active with the Charlotte Marathon with racing, pacing, being an ambassador. What What do you like about the Charlotte race? What makes it something you want to keep coming back to? I think what I like most about it is that it well well, one of it is the convenience um and just the i think there's a really laid back nice community feel to it and i love this community um and i really just feel like uh you know you talk about it being the hometown race within every mile i see someone that i know when i'm out on that course whether they're standing on the sidewalk or running alongside me or flying past me because um i'm starting to die in plaza midwood <laughs> that's right end. um and uh so i keep coming back to it every year partly because i feel like it's you know honestly i like tim and i want to support his race um but the big reason is it just is so easy and so fun uh i uh i think that i've only missed it one year um because i was out of town or something but even there was a year i didn't run it at all and i went and participated in a cheer station um where's the at the turn where it goes off of the plaza or onto the plaza at that gas station yep yep 21 or 22 or something like that that's what it was at the time where the plaza meets the plaza yeah exactly the exactly. charlotte thing yeah yeah <laughs> um and it was really cool to do it from a um the perspective of being in, in a cheer station too one of these days i'll volunteer and really help him out <laughs> be raised i haven't director. done that yet that's yeah exactly <laughs> You wrote an, an an article on the Charlotte Marathon um, last fall, and um, I remember when you came and talked to me about it and kind of pitched the idea. Um, I, I I know you as a friend. I think first is what I consider you as a friend, um, and but still having this reporter hat on when you're talking to me, it's like you know there's some risk here because if he's going to write an article, you have to give him complete license to write the article the way he sees it. You can't manipulate what he's going to say or it's not authentic, right? And so, you know, there's how this... Ner how nervous were you? <laughs> <laughs> not very, because I know, I, I know your character, <laughs> which, is, um, which is important. And, and, and the primary motivation to say... Yeah, have at it. And, and you know, the basis of the article was, gosh, here we are, you know, we're like a top 20 market, Charlotte, North Carolina, mm -hmm. great transportation hub with the airline, um, the right demographic group. And you look around our peer cities, you consider Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, um, Cincinnati, and, and the numbers that they draw to their event are are big. It's 17,000, Pittsburgh's 30,000, something like that. And that, that includes all of the events, not just the marathon, to, to, to be clear. Um, and, and yet Charlotte's kind of in that five to 6,000 person range. And, you know, if you asked me what the potential was, and maybe you did, uh, you know, I would probably tell you somewhere between 12 and 15,000. And, and the question you tried to wrestle with in the article, and you did so well with is, why isn't it 
at twelve to fifteen thousand. And I think, you know, it's it it became kind of this call out to the Charlotte running uh community and, and even those that don't consider themselves runners, it is a really good event. You know, it's it's not Boston and it's not New York and we're probably not a destination city, but that's okay. We can still be a great event and and we hope that it is in people's perspective. What would you tell people in Charlotte um, about, you know, writing that article and about, um, you know, your recommendation of, hey, come on board, jump in, give it a try, um, be part of what's going on because it's it's a fun day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely say that if, uh, but it's, I think the easiest way to sell it for me is to someone who's never done it before um, because I think that if they've, They've already done it. They may have their own, you know, that they've then been able to develop some opinions about it. But to someone who hasn't done it, I mean, come on, give it a chance once and uh, see if you can see see if it does for you what it does for me in the sense that really, I think that it seems like the running community here is so, although it's got all these different little um, individual groups and fiefdoms and um, uh, subcultures and brewery runs and the coaching groups and all that kind of thing. I think in a a lot of ways, if you're connected to a bunch of runners on Facebook, you're aware of a lot of the people who run in Charlotte, even if you don't really know them. Um, You see them out on the uh, the greenway. Um, You see them at other races. Um, I think that what people will find was what I was talking about before is that if you get out there, it's really fun to to be running down um, Providence Road, or Providence Road is not a good example because there's not a whole lot of spectators. <laughs> you can cut that out. Um, it, you know, to be running uh, through um, Dilworth, going by uh, Latta Park, seeing the cheer station there and going, hey, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know that girl. Um, it's, it's just, I think that people... Um, sometimes are unwilling to give it a chance. We talked about this some, you know, there's a lot of competition around that time with other races. Um, people have to choose one marathon, um, but you can also run the half. You could also run the 5k. And I think that again, um, just, gi- just give it a chance one time to see um, how cool it is to kind of run a big time race in your own city. In your hometown, and and you're right. We we do hit a lot of neighborhoods, so you know maybe we hit your neighborhood. Um, the, the the other thing that I would I would say to encourage people too is, um, you know if if you're on a budget, it's a really great place to run a marathon because you don't have to pay an airfare, and you don't have to pay Absolutely. a hotel if you don't want to. Um, and it it you know it's a it's a pretty easy event to participate in. And you and, sleep in your own bed, and you can be at the start. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. minutes. And, Mm -hmm. and I also tell people too, to your point, you can run a marathon in October if you want to run Chicago, or if you want to run Marine Corps or one of the other that's on your list of things to do, but you still can come back and you're in great shape. It's a great opportunity to come back and run the half marathon. And that's a great distance. I've, I've done that by the way, you run a marathon and you come back and run a half and I've had really good success with those, Mm -hmm. uh, what I call bounce back runs. Yeah, I have as well. Actually, I personally um, love running marathons close together because I find that 
I do better in the second one. <laughs> um, I think it was two years ago. I ran Philadelphia in because my parents live up there now. Um, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and then uh, I was trying to BQ there. I did not BQ there, but three weeks later, I went to Kiowa and uh, ran a Boston qualifying time there. Nice. Yeah. I did that last year. I did Marine Corps and then Charlotte back to back, but um, I did not get faster. So I'll try and figure out the magic you guys are going on. But um, yeah, thank you so much for coming in, talking with us on Running Around Charlotte. Really appreciate it. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.